Active listening is an important communication skill to have not only in personal social interaction, but also in business communication and workplace professional settings. If you are looking for better business outcomes, such as increased profitability, more opportunities, and increased revenue, then it's time to listen up. So today I'm sharing seven different active listening techniques that you can implement as soon as in your next conversation. Let's get into it. Don't interrupt. When you're engaged in conversation with a business associate, a client or a colleague or a supervisor, you might feel tempted to interrupt them. Maybe the logic, albeit flawed in doing so, is that it feels participatory. It feels like you're contributing and you're picking up what they're putting down. While it might seem like that to you, it certainly doesn't feel like that to the person being interrupted. And if you've ever been interrupted, then you know what kind of feeling that is, right? So we want to avoid interrupting the person because they're going to lose their train of thought. They're going to forget what they had planned on saying. And maybe that's an important thing that they need to convey to you. So it's also a surefire way to peeve them. So it's better not to interrupt. Two, don't finish their thoughts. While it might seem like a good idea in the moment, don't do it. Most of the time, they're going to say something completely different from what you blurted out in the first place. So avoid it. And while it might be cute to do with your best friend, it's anything but in business contexts. Hear the person out, listen attentively, and hold your tongue. Let them say what they're planning on saying. Nod in encouragement. One great way to encourage your speaker to continue talking is through the triple nod, and it's what it sounds like. Nodding three times signals to the speaker that you're engaged and that you're following them. You're on the same page as they. And this is especially useful when the speaker is soft-spoken, shy, or in a role more junior to your own, and maybe they're nervous to interface with you. The point is, if someone is indicating reticence, then pull out a triple nod because it's a great way to signal to the person that you're encouraging them to speak and that they should finish what they have to say. Ask clarifying questions. And because you're not interrupting or finishing their thoughts, you let the speaker share their peace of mind. And if anything stands out to you as uncertain or ambiguous or just not clear, then you can rectify that by following up with a question. But be sure to let the person finish speaking. Keep a note of it mentally or somewhere on a piece of paper or on your phone, somewhere discreet so you don't distract them and let them continue speaking. But the point is you hold your questions to the end and you find an opportune moment. So when is the opportune moment? Well, the opportune moment is when the speaker has completed their thought. If they're about to jump on to another unrelated topic, then you could say, before we move on, I'd like to clarify something. Or let me just ask this before continuing to the next item on the agenda. That way you get your questions answered when it's fresh on everyone's minds, including the speaker, before you go on to another topic. Show genuine interest. It goes without saying that speakers can sense the level of interest and engagement shown by their listeners. We're social creatures and we're very attuned to this, especially when we're trained like this. So feigning interest is never a good idea. Even if the topic or the point is uninteresting to you, find a way to make it meaningful. Find a way to tie some relevance 
of it to your life. And so to do this, you need to summon your inner voice and use your interpersonal communication skills. Make it a point to find something that actually causes you to want to pay attention. And notice how I say want as opposed to forced. No one's forcing you to do anything. It's your choice. And the choice you're making is based on why it's relevant to you. So you're gonna find that hidden gem and what the person is saying and how they're saying it. And if still nothing comes up, although it probably will if you dig deep enough, well then you can guide them by asking a pointed question. So maybe the person has 30 years of C-suite experience and you're grooming yourself to be a C-suite executive. You can guide the conversation in the direction of learning about the experience they've had, segueing into that position, taking the leap. And so now this topic is of genuine interest to you. And now you're all ears. All right, the next point here is to lean in. When we lean in physically, we demonstrate to the speaker that we're here, we're paying attention, we're ready to keep going on with this conversation, right? No one likes speaking to someone who is disengaged, half-heartedly listening, and is one step removed from yawning. You lean in naturally when you're really interested in what the person has to, to share, right? This is something that we do subconsciously on our part. But when someone is not necessarily interested in the speaker or what they have to say, well then the onus is on you to find ways of making that topic interesting and making it relevant to your life and your career and your business so that you can actively lean in. And when we are leaning in, also it sends a signal not only to the speaker, but also to our brains. And so we can, even by sitting on the edge of our seat, by leaning in, by putting our hands on the table, by showing that we're interested, we're telling our brain, hey, listen up, you're attuning yourself to what's going on, to what's being said. And so it's really great on two accounts because one, the speaker is now seeing that you're engaged and you're actively listening. And two, you're sending a message to your brain saying, wait, I probably should tune into this. So it's something we really wanna do. Be present. In a tech-enabled, fast-paced world where distractions are plentiful, focusing can be a challenge. So mindful listening is an antidote to distracted, unfocused listening. To do this, I want you to focus on three data points of the speaker's communication. So what I mean by that is pay attention to their nonverbal cues, such as their body language, their hand gestures, their facial movements and expressions, their micro expressions, their eye movements, and anything else non-verbally going on. And then pay attention also to their words, the word choice that they're using, the verbiage, what they're partial to in terms of expressions and language, vocabulary, and lastly, tone of voice. So tonal spectrum, vocal range, intonation, inflection points. And when we combine these data points and use them in symphony, we shed light on what kind of communicator they are, which is an important thing for you to understand as someone communicating with them. Are they visual, auditory, kinesthetic? And when you're analyzing all those points, you've no other choice but to be present and mindful. So we discussed seven ways to improve your active listening skills in business settings. And just to recap, they're avoiding interruptions, not getting tempted to finish their thought, doing a triple nod in encouragement, asking follow-up questions at the right moment, showing genuine interest by tying it to your life, making it relevant to you, 
leaning in physically and mentally, sending the signal to our brains to listen up and being present, right? By paying attention to the way someone communicates along with how they're saying it. When you implement these seven techniques to your own business conversations and professional interactions, you'll notice improvements in teamwork, increased focus and productivity, and a boost in revenue. Why? Because you took the time to actively listen. Alrighty, Swerners, that's it for me today. Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoy this lesson. Thanks for tuning in. Give it a big thumbs up. And also check out our podcast, which is on our website at exploring.co forward slash blog, where you're also going to find the full write-up of this lesson. And if you want to help our channel continue to grow, then feel free to share this with friends, family, coworkers, and anyone who wants to improve their communication and professional skills. All right, I'll see you right here for another Exploring. Happy Exploring, everyone.